Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, how disappointed were you with this movie? Like, pretty disappointed. Yeah. I uh, I really enjoyed my time through one and two. Um, so I guess to have kind of just a real dud for for number three, it just it it didn't feel like it utilized my time properly for that. You know, almost three hours, whatever. I hope I did not um, like put too much of a shadow on it. Before you watched it, because I know I was just saying a lot, like, oh, man, fuck that movie. Yeah. Well, that's, that's um, why I tried to go into it. I was like, hey, it doesn't, like, it, how bad can it be? You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I tried to still not have much of a, like, downcast on it in any way and just be like, okay, let's 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 see what's going to go on. I mean, we're still still in the universe. What uh, What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Godfather 3. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, It definitely happened. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, I guess my thing was kind of like, why was it so bad? Because if you told me like, hey, Godfather 3 is about Sonny's bastard son that he had with Lucy, the girl he was banging at the wedding Mm -hmm. in the first movie. The guy who took the Corleone crime family over plans a massacre to kill all the New York Dons. Pretty cool. They're going to buy the Vatican Bank. Or they're going to be the head of the Vatican Bank and do some immobile RA thing, which apparently is a real uh, real estate company. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like that, that all sounds like a cool thing. Yeah. You know, if you were like, oh, it's so cool. Like if you were just if you if I had never seen it, you were just telling me about it. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, you remember Sonny? Well, turns out bastard son involved with the mob. This guy, Joey Zaza, you ever heard a name like that? Damn right you haven't. That's a sweet name. <laughs> it's a sick-ass name. He runs New York, and he's a, he say, runs around saying, fuck Michael Corleone. And and then they're buying into the Vatican Bank, you know, this whole crazy thing. And then I'd be like, oh, man, and I'd be excited, and I'd go watch that movie. And then I'd come back to you, and I'd smack you in your fucking face. Like, like, why go, what did you, was that piece of shit? Why did you trick me into thinking that there was content in this, you know, nearly three-hour movie? Right. What's wrong with you? It's no good. Uh, and it's uh, it's sad, you know? Because, um, like, I, I think they don't keep your attention because no one knows what a fucking immobile RA is. It means nothing you know? to me, the, the, the audience. I did, like, pull it up, and it is... The Society General of Real Estate was once the largest real estate and construction company in Italy. Uh, it was founded in Turin in 1862, then relocated to Rome in 1870 with the unification of Italy. After relocating to Rome, I don't care! <laughs> but here's where it comes in. So the SGI's largest shareholder was formerly the Vatican, which had 15% of the shares, which they over, they say it's 25 in the movie. Yeah, sounds cooler. Right. However, most of the Vatican's holdings in the company were sold during the late 60s to the Gulf and Western Corporation. 
you know what Gulf and Western owns? Paramount. You know who made the Godfather yeah. movies? Paramount. It it almost so. makes sense. But so also that's why they kind of like jerk off to the mobile who RA there. Who yeah, and who cares? fucking cares? Exactly. I don't know what an immobile RA is. I don't care about this Archbishop Gilday. I, I don't I don't like it. Um, I think the only things I like about this movie is uh, I like the scene in Vincent's apartment. Yeah, where the guy's broken. Right. You know, he handles it sweet. Like, I, I got to imagine that's maybe how Sonny would do it. Yeah. You know? Well, in, in, I, I, think, I think at the end of the day, if you... Like, look at what was good. It was the actual, like, mob shit that was going on. Yeah. Because, like, that's that's what's cool. That's why we're here. We want we want some of the intrigue. We want some of the backstabbing, the double crossings. We want the crime. We want mob shit. Yeah. That's what makes mob shit cool. And the fact that he knows around the time they're eating spaghetti after the, you know, massacre of all the Dons. Mm-hmm that it was Altabello and then we just proceed to not really do much about it until the you know the big drawn out last scene of the opera yeah which miserable um so i like the Vincent apartment thing i like the big massacre uh the zaza assassination was cool that was pretty slick um but other than that you know i don't have much praise for it yeah it was you know. just a bunch of scenes that got us next to the kind of cool thing, you know? Yeah. It's like, how do we loosely get everybody into this next room? Ah! Yeah. Uh, so, didn't like it. And also, I think one of the biggest issues is where's Tom fucking Hagen? Yeah. You know, they say he's, that he died and everything, and they, but you have this other lawyer guy. No one knows who this fucking guy is. Why do Even, I care? Right. And so, I, I don't know. And that, you know, I looked that up. And that was a dispute. Like, he wanted... I guess Pacino was getting $5 million for the movie. And, uh... I had a panic moment. That's recording, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go check. Yeah, it'll, no, it'll make I gotta look. <laughs> uh, so... Sorry. So... Al Pacino, $5 million. Pacino was getting $5 million, And Robert Duvall... Obviously, is Robert Duvall, and he's like, "Well, I need the same as Pacino," mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, we'll write you out then," which is like, dude, Tom Hagen's fucking one of the more important parts of this. Yeah. It'd be like recasting Michael Corleone. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's like not to mention too. It's just like he he did such an incredible job for the first two. Like he was my favorite character. <laughs> I yeah. loved I loved him. So it's like for them to just be like, "Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we don't that. need you." It's just it's it's it it's was fucked. not fun. Maybe that could have been a little bit of redeeming sprinkled throughout, you know, the rest of the movie if, if he could have stayed on, but... Yeah, I don't like it. So, whichever version you might have watched, uh, Godfather Part 3 or Coda, uh, the plot is roughly through bullet points here. Uh, Michael's in the church, gets a medal, has a party. Meet Vincent and Joey Zaza, they hate each other. Uh, some stuff goes down at Vince's apartment, hang with the kids, save me from a helicopter massacre... Diabetic stroke, Fredo. Anthony's a singer because we need a reason to be in Italy and have a long drawn out scene inside a theater later. No cousin fucking. Mary says yes, cousin fucking. Vincent agrees. Mary stays sad for the rest of her life. Deal <laughs> is shady. Vincent is the new Don. Uh, the night of the show. How long have we been in Italy again? A lot of newspapers and events have happened. 
As is tradition in Godfather movies, we have a montage of murders of enemies of the family. Opera ends, as does Mary's life. Short moments of happiness from Michael's life. He puts on his shades and dies like a man. In either version you watch. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> as far as my bad trailer in this one, uh, I have it's an anti-incest film where they love each other anyway, and she is killed in the end from refusal to give up on the incest. Okay. Not bad. Uh, bad summary. Sofia Coppola acts so badly that <laughs> she <should laughs> shoot her at the end of the movie. Uh, uh yeah, yeah she was dog shit just, yeah just just to come out and say it she she just didn't do great i just couldn't care one bit about her <laughs> throughout this entire film and they were so cringy together like just the way they always call each other cuz and it, it was just it's like they liked it better because they were cousins well yeah i mean you've seen the internet yeah i guess <laughs> Step cousin, what are you doing? Except it's not step cousin; it's actual cousin. <laughs> cousin. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, no, the uh, we'll we'll probably get into it, but like when you know they're they're rolling around like the the dough, like the pastry or whatever, and it's all de- 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 rolling it around and shit, and then he yeah. just grabs the hand. It's like I'm just like, oh my god, love you, cuz. Yeah, love you too, cuz. Yeah, and then it's it's bad, it's bad. Shame. Do you have anything for those two? Uh, as as far as a, a bad trailer, I was thinking more of making this like a uh, like an advertisement for visiting. <laughs> you know, like come visit. <laughs> We've got, and then it's just all of these like events, you know, with like the shootings, and yeah. you know, also there's like that wedding that uh, Michael and Kay, you know, like walked in on. Uh, you could probably recut it where <laughs> where they're like actually trying to shoot, like like if you have narration over it. Right, and they're like, look at this in Italy. And then, like, you know, some murder happens. It's like, no, 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 shit, shit, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. like, oh, cut Who it, put cut this it. in here? Who put this in here? Yeah. Okay, well, as you can see, sometimes some bad things happen in Italy. You've been to Detroit, okay? It happens everywhere. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I guess, like, bad summary was just, uh, like, Grandpa retires to Italy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, as far as bad casting, I did three of them. I got uh, Sofia Coppola as Mary. Um, because it's just bad. Uh, Sean Connery is Michael Corleone. I think that's good. And they're, they're kind of parallel at this point in, in, uh, in, uh, uh, Pacino's career. Sure. And I got Nicolas Cage as Vincent because that was a thing that apparently he, apparently he's, uh, Francis Ford Coppola's nephew and really, really wanted to be Vincent. No shit. And Coppola was like, nah. Yeah, I mean, I'd fully understand not making that decision, but like, I having heard you say those words out loud, I'm like, <laughs> I could see Nicholas Cage being in that role. He wouldn't do it great, yeah. but I could see him trying to be in that role. Also, I don't remember if I mentioned this in either of the first two, but Talia Shire is Francis Ford Coppola's uh, sister. Okay, so that's just interesting. Got to keep it in the family, family, just like yeah, just like <laughs> just like Vince and Mary. <laughs> Uh, you got any uh, bad casting? Uh, I didn't have any bad casting this time around because I thought everybody uh, sucked. Yeah. So. No, they, I they, mean, they, like, they they did it themselves already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's why I put Sofia Coppola as Mary, you know, just like, like, no, that's, that is what happened. I know. I know that's what happened. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if we get into notes, I figured, um, this movie was kind of bad and 
not just because this movie was bad, but I kind of wanted to start doing this with more of our movies because I feel like Godfather One and Two, while we enjoyed talking about them, we had just an ongoing, you know, just note, 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 and you know, then they were like two and a half hours long, and like nobody gets three minutes into this podcast anyway. Sure. So if you're here now, let us know. Let us know. Email us consecratedhighlandyahoo.com. Um. So basically. If we just want to go through our notes quickly and we can mark whether or not we'll sure. spend any more time on them. My first note is him. Pay- so he's paying off the debt to a shareholder and a company losing money and they have 25% of a company and he's not going to pay off the entire debt, but then he's going to take over and then he's going to be responsible for the debt anyway. And oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Austin Powers moment there. Uh, do we want to just blow by that? Yeah, I got nothing because for that. I I think that just is was it what it is. Yeah, you know, all um, good. Just can't. No one really knows. What's your first note? Uh, my first note is just that uh, uh, Michael is uh, writing letters to his children, getting blessed by the Pope or something, as is tradition. <laughs> um, and then uh, that he just looked rough, <laughs> rough as shit throughout all of this. He did. Is a he was again? He was like in the uh, late Connery stages. You yeah, know? He just. He's just loud now. Um, I mean, and like even now, like yeah. present day, he's just loud now. Well, I also got to remember too, like, I feel like he didn't, he looks so short in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that was something I couldn't get over because I don't know if I ever really noticed it. But like, yeah. he's just, he's so short at some point. I'm just watching this and I think, I think uh, it was actually when like Kay walked up next to him. She's probably wearing heels or something, but she's like yeah. towering over him a little bit. And I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> he just looked like this kind of sick, feeble old man, which I mean, pretty much that's, that's where yeah, he was basically. Well, and he's playing like an older guy yeah. too, right? So, he's so you, probably, you gotta, he's, you know, embellish being a little haunch. dramatic about it. Right? Yeah. Um, my next note is still think Kay's pretty dramatic, pretty awesome life. And she only got shot at once. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we can pretty much skip that. Uh, what do you got? Uh, just that the bitches love a music sequence. You know, any, any with all the intros, kind of all, all three of these movies, we have just, like, the music playing and everybody kind of dancing in the party scene. Yeah. And then uh, this is the only one where something weird happened and Joey Zaza and uh, the other guy whose name I forget. Uh, uh, yeah. The, it, it's his bulldog. The ant. The ant. I don't remember his actual name. Yeah. But, yeah. But, you know, they show up and, you know, Joey Zaza starts singing. Everybody just stops. And then he, the, yeah, zoom, 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 yeah zoom, he does the, the trumpet sound or whatever. It's yeah. just like, hey, what the fuck is going on? But, and then they're like the most awkward trying to get the song going back up yeah. again. And I just, I felt uncomfortable watching that. <laughs> yeah. Connie really takes a, uh, a much larger role in this one. Yeah, I was kind of surprised because I felt like, you know, we didn't really give a shit about her because she was either never around because she was trying to get married somewhere or, you know, just, just busy spending money. But, yeah. Yeah, that w- yeah. Anyway. Uh, I said a movie about Vincent, just completely about Vincent would have been better. Sort of like his, sort of like a little, say, like it somewhat is now about the handing of power to him, but we don't really see what he does with said power other than, like, Mary gets killed. Yeah. I mean, if, um, if we could have reframed this even from, like, a, like, we start the story from Vincent's perspective and, like, some of the issues between him and Joey Zaza and, and kind of carried that through, you know, I mean, that would have 
I think if we had just framed it more from like Vincent and focused on him, especially through that like beginning half of the movie, it would have been a little bit more cohesive and I would have cared a little bit more, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You got next. Uh, next I got, I was more so just a quote, but it was, uh, when the press was, uh, you know, trying to be like, oh, well, what about, uh, you know, Michael being, uh, uh, related to like all these like crime organization stuff. He's like, come on. He just got like an, uh, uh, an official whatever from, from the Pope. You think you know better than the Pope? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love that shit where it's like, Michael's still a shit bag, but, um, the, uh, you know, we, we, we can do PR so well that it's like, what, you think you know better than the Pope? Come exactly. on. And then anybody these days would just be like, yeah, I mean, have you seen the Catholic Church? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we know now. Yeah. We know now. But then it's like, yeah. But, um, uh, so that is the original Lucy from the first movie, uh, Jeannie Lanero. So um, another actor to do that is the guy who initially played Don Tomasino in the first movie. Um, Corrado Gaipa, I think is how you say that name. But uh, a different guy played Don Tomasino in part two, so he didn't get the all three. Uh, the actors to appear in all three movies are Al Pacino, Diane Keaton, Talia Shire, Richard Bright. And if you don't know who those people are, um, Michael, <laughs> obviously, Kay, uh, Connie, Richard Bright is Al Neary, uh, Tara Livrano is uh was tom Hagen's wife so i guess she was here i wasn't really watching for her in this one but uh apparently she was there so she i think there was a brief three. like scene in the party in the beginning probably with the son right yeah with Hagen's son yeah and uh sofia coppola unfortunately <laughs> uh she was just a child and had no lines in the other movies but um which they should have just held on to yeah <laughs> or done better but uh yeah so that that's just cool uh the all three club so what do you got next uh, da, 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 da. uh i like that uh johnny fontaine showed up and got to be a cool kid at the party again um but just that i guess I, I i harped on a little bit more just in the interactions that michael was having with Kay uh in 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 there where he just looked like this feeble old man um but also just like so much more like like quiet i guess and like calm you know i felt like he was kind of like simping up to her a little bit yeah like he was very much clearly like i i'm so glad you're here and i want to just be in love with you right now a little bit but yeah i'm trying to play it cool like yeah yeah it's been eight years like he he probably knew the day the hour and everything you look fantastic or yeah. something like that i can't remember what he said yeah but but i just uh i, I thought that was a, a little little simpy and you know i guess it kind of makes sense because of uh, uh some of his interactions with her later where it feels a lot more like oh i i'm still in love with you kind of thing i pissed my life away yeah. yeah um i like when vincent the vincent and zaza meeting in the you know in pacino's off or whatever pacino's <laughs> office <laughs> it's the same it's fine um uh, you know, and Vincent's like, ah, oh, what am he's like, like, uh, you know, he's like, right, right, yeah. And then you know, like Pacino kind of jumps. He's like, oh. He absolutely like, like flinches, like he wasn't ready for. It's almost like, oh, I, I have a line. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure of that, or if that kind of again was coming back to like the feebleness, almost, you know, where it's right. like, hey, I'm just, I'm not. I don't, I don't do the high octane. I don't do the the raising of the voice. Which, granted, I mean, he didn't do a ton of those like outbursts outside of like when he was yelling at K 
Um, you know, a, a couple of times, like when he was having meetings with people where he got, you know, a little, a little louder, um, in my home. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to think of. Um, what the line was, but, my children come to play with this. Yeah. Just the uh, fall off. He, yeah. that's the thing. He's, 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 he's post shout. It's all the trailing off. That's, that's him. This entire movie is yeah. the trailed off. Um, yeah. So like that. And then in the same breath in that meeting, Vincent bites his knuckle, just like Sonny. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a cool scene. Uh, again, if Vincent would have been focused on more in this movie, this would have been I think better. Been better. Yeah. yeah. So, I like the way that Vincent uh, bit uh, Joey Zaza's ear, though. Sure, that was uh, that was the most metal shit, and uh, it it seems so odd that like. I mean, at that point, it made me feel like Joey Zaza was, like, just a big old bitch. Like, I thought I was trying to get the impression that he was, like, this big, important, and, like, mildly scary new guy who was, like, coming into the game. But, like, he got bit, and then he was just, like, whining. And then, like, his guys were, like, trying to stuff a napkin in his ear, you know, to cover it up. And they do the the huddled, you know, escape out of the room where everybody watches him leave. And I'm just like, hey, oh, this guy's a bitch. Like, I yeah. see why, like, we don't respect him in any kind of way. Well, and he's, like... He's like the dirty fighter, right? Like, okay, make up now. And he goes, bastardo. Yeah. And then, yeah, provokes Vincent into biting his ear. Well, it's because he knew if he said something that it would do it, and then it would make Vincent probably look worse than anything. But I uh, guess what? Vincent still got his ears, so. I guess I kind of took that as, like, he, he he just wanted the, like, I think Zaza thought he won, mm-hmm. you know, because Michael's like, all right, now make up. And so then I think Zaza's sitting there like, <laughs> I said you're a bastard and you can't believe bastards. Yeah. You know, like even if he does believe the fuck Michael Corleone thing, I still win, bitch. Yeah. Bastardo. And then he got his ear bit. So, um, Michael, what I like about that scene too is like Michael still has it a little bit, you know, like he still stares down Zaza after he says, like, now what would we do with a piece of shit like that? Yeah, and you Zaza know, has and to do, like, the biggest gulp and pause of, like, I can't, like, my voice is going to crack if I open my mouth right now. Right. Like, probably actual shit coming out of him. <laughs> As Michael stared, I was just like, I, I shit, I even forget what, what his response was there. Um, Zaza, I think, says just, uh, that is true. Oh, he's like, if I was, or shit. that is what we would do. We'd have, yeah, we'd. Or treat them like a dog or something. Yeah, I, I, I was blanking on it because he, yeah. he had, you know, as good of a recovery as he could have had for it to not look like he uh, was scared. But And again, just bad anyway. So yeah. it's not really worth remembering. <laughs> I'm hoping to, like, never have to watch this movie again. Right yeah, no, this. I can live with that. <laughs> I almost want to, like, go watch one and two right now just to kind of cleanse myself. <laughs> Your palate you cleanser, know? yeah. Um. So, yeah, anyway, yeah, so I guess we kind of, maybe we'll dwell on notes just as we go rather than <laughs> going back to them, so. Sure. The office meeting with Vincent and Zaza was cool. So, and then one of my, my or what's your next note? Uh, my next note was just how, like, there's, uh, I, I started this and then it kind of carries through, but, like, there's such a big focus on, like, uh, like debts throughout this movie. Like, I, I just feel like it was brought up so many times about, like, oh, I don't want to have debts, or all debts are forgiven, or we must repay debts. It just seemed like a weird thing for us to continually harp on, and, like, in some ways, like, we were we were dealing with debts, but yeah. with how often they talked about it throughout this movie, I just figured it would be more of, like, a, 
you know, uh, you know, think about like when we called on people for those favors and be like, hey, like you owe the family this favor. You know, maybe something like that would have been like much more prevalent in it is how I came into this thinking because yeah. of how much it was harped on in the beginning. And then we just didn't get too much of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't so one of my f- three favorite scenes of the movie is the apartment scene. Vincent's just so cool and collected. You know, hey, go get me some water. I'm thirsty. Come on. And just like. It's not even like smooth talking her. You just kind of like yeah. annoyed her into well, go, going in, <laughs> into the kitchen. But if I mean, if you I, so lo- looking back at it though, like this was after like we heard a sound coming from the kitchen. So mm-hmm. I mean, he he sent her on an errand because it was going to get her into the room to where you know the the culprits would end up revealing themselves in some kind of way. Because you know he heard the the uh, like crash or something. I think she even asked like, "Do you have a cat?" Yeah, and he's like. Why don't you go get me a water? Yeah. Like he was one hundred percent sacrificing her yeah. <laughs> to uh to get out of there alive, so Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like Sonny, he's a he's a yeah. strategist, you know. No, that's the thing. It's like Sonny was hot headed and, and, and spicy, but um he he's he was smart. still very smart about the way he, he, he did he planned things, so Yeah. Um Yeah, what's your next thing? Uh, my next thing was uh, going to plotting murder in front of Jesus. So this is when uh, Vincent and uh, Connie and uh, Almiria, I think, right, we're all we're all there in in front of the you know giant Jesus, uh, as is tradition. And I was like, it uh, it takes a very certain type of person to like literally be talking about like, all right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take take people out. Yeah, it's like, hi God, <laughs> do you mind? We're well, having a conversation. Yeah, can you- uh, earmuffs, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> so as far as the uh, Coda thing, um, where and again, you watch three. I wouldn't watch Coda at this point because yeah. it's the same fucking movie. I don't care what Francis Ford fucking Coppola says. Okay, it's the same goddamn movie. Uh, he changed the intro to where that meeting with Gilday is just uh front loaded. And they make that the first scene of the movie, him talking about it. Then they have the party, and, you know, all that shit goes down. And they just cut little stuff out of it, mm. right? <clears throat> so, like, you know, not much less of the... Like, almost none of the intro of Godfather Part Three, where he's writing the letter. You have the shots of the abandoned compound in Vegas, or, or Lake Tahoe, technically, right? Yep. Um... You know, you just have the back half of him just like writing the last part of the letter, um, with his with Pacino's voice over it. Um, right after that meeting, then you have the party. You don't have the stupid ceremony, if I remember right. Yeah. Um. Things like, and, and it's the little shit they cut, right? So like that, because honestly, I think Coda's a little more bearable just because it's less time. Yeah. <laughs> because they cut some of that shit like that well, they cut like i think like 10 total minutes or something out of the movie yeah so like that what you just talked about right. talking about murder in front of jesus yeah like they just cut that scene out you know after uh you know vincent and mary have lunch and then you know the next thing is like they have the uh, or well they have lunch i think the comes and sees them then the assassination yeah. happens instead of yeah you know consulting with connie and neary uh, just happens and then still 
when they talked to uh, Michael about it later. And he's like, this was not what I wanted! And then he, like, looks, like, frustrated that he, like, out had an outburst. And he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, I'm a better person now. I'm a better person now. Right. Uh, but they just cut some of the little shit is really all it was. And so it's the same fucking movie. It's a little shorter. Yeah. Uh, the beginning makes a little more sense. I don't care what Coppola says. It's the same goddamn movie. So. Um. Uh, we're, okay, well then I'm a little behind you then, so I'll go again. Sure. Uh, what was the limo ride about with Don Altabello? Like, what, what, where the fuck are they going? Like, this is, like, way before the commission meeting. Um, you know, Coppola, if you want to make it make sense, then you just throw that, like, right before the commission meeting, you know? If sure. they're going to ride together, like, where are you guys going? Is this just a limo ride to talk? Um, and... I think they did the murder after because they visit Rome once uh, <laughs> just to go talk to the church people there, which I think they cut that out of code. I don't remember. I'm having trouble remembering now. Um, or maybe it was later or they no, I think they definitely go to Rome. But anyway, a lot of this my complaint here is just a lot of this movie is them going around like, hey, like they're not going to let you run you know, this, this thing because, because you're a gangster and them just going like, well, this wasn't fair. And that's basically what that whole Rome scene was. Yeah. Was them just going like, well, we, that's, we <laughs> had an agreement. I remember. Yeah. And again, that fucking lawyers know they call him BJ. It's like, they want us to disrespect him. No yeah. offense if your name's BJ, but BJ stands for blowjob yeah. most of the time. And, uh, when, I don't respect this guy. And I think, yeah, if you're going to be kind of like the, uh, uh, you know the the, the 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 lawyer. You know the the quote unquote Tom Hagen replacement. Yeah. Like you got to be cool, and like I, I think he didn't like. I mean, he just he, there wasn't much to him. I guess like he was kind of boring. Like some some parts of him were like interesting. Some lines he said were interesting. I guess, but like yeah, BJ is not like a name that commands any level of authority or respect or anything at all. It commands a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> you need yeah. It's like you need to find just another generic guy named Tom. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I don't know who would have played that part better. I don't know. Maybe Robert Duvall. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they had to do to get that guy in that movie? Huh? No, I don't know. Um, okay. So what, what do you got next? Because all my thing is, is, uh, I got oranges. Of the, wow. So your note like really skipped over like the whole commission murder and everything. I, that, I guess. It happens like. Zaza happens after the commission meeting. Yeah. And you were just uninterested. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't blame you at all. Um, yeah, because I'm looking through it and I'm like, yep, that's it. I just drum straight to Zaza from the <laughs> yeah. next three notes is the end of the movie. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, I got the oranges are on the table at the commission meeting. I feel like, uh, so obviously that's significant. Uh, I feel like I would have just given Zaza his piece to avoid the conflict. But uh, well, it's, it's a statement. Well, although, you, know, you do it in front of right. everybody, and you show like oh, I got no respect for you, and right. But I think I think Zaza had already kind of planned that because you know you don't Bello and yeah and Zaza are in on it. So yeah, and, and it's not like you really just have like a helicopter with gunmen on standby. <laughs> I mean, there was like a like a two minute turnaround between him yeah. walking out and everyone getting uh shot up. But also, yeah, like the the one exit out of that room and then we had to shotgun open another door just to get out of there 
I was like, we, you obviously built this as a death trap. Like, you were planning to kill everybody at some point. Yeah. We just weren't sure who, when, where yet. Yeah, by the way, when we get to box score on that, it was hard to get a count on that. So I just counted the dead bodies that were laying around later. Sure. But, like, I know there were more people that died. Yeah. So, so anyway. Um, kind of instant karma for them to all be sitting there with the money in their pocket that Michael just gave them. And to be complaining to him that they need in on the Immobiliari deal. They need to wet their beaks. Um, it, and obviously, and this is one of my three favorite parts of the movie is them getting all shot up because it's just a fun yeah. thing. But, like, very much instant karma for them. They, like, they just got hand- – like, one dude was like, $50 million? And then he's like, I mean, come on. They need to wet our beaks on this deal. See, and, and it's funny that you interpret it that way because the way I was interpreting it was that they were like – kind of gracious for that amount at first yeah yeah um but then immediately they turn around and they're like yeah well michael well we we need to stay involved here yeah it's because it's well it's you know it's bulk sum versus your money over time you know it's like i have money now but like i want to continue making money so it's like a okay so thank you this is a very nice gift where do i get my money tomorrow right and it was like i don't know what you guys aren't understanding here like Michael gave you that like this is essentially like paying someone to not be your friend anymore yeah you know what I mean like just like listen and I've been, been waiting for that from you for yeah, years now yeah you yeah you got a long time for that yeah um <laughs> but yeah so I, I just thought it was like kind of instant oh yeah you guys shouldn't have been dicks what i want to know is like did did anyone like go back through and start like picking up some of those checks you know like does some guy have like half a billion dollars you know because he's just been rifling through the jackets that that could be what what cracked me up about that scene is that one guy was like come on it's my lucky coat and he and he acted like it was like stuck on the hook like it's just literally on the hook just lift it up and take it off and you would have been fine and then he just gets swissed. Um, yeah. <laughs> just fucking massacred. I was like, it's not so lucky now with your blood all over it. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my, again, three favorite parts of the movie. Um, what is it? Shit, I feel like I had something else to say there. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, after they get out and they're back at the hotel, uh, and they're kind of eating, and like Vincent has a, like his sunny moment, mm-hmm. although it doesn't make anybody dead. Like, Sonny's moment. Well, his father didn't die yet, I suppose. Um, it doesn't start a war. Right. <laughs> but they have that same moment of, like, looking around the room after Vincent's like, strike back, I don't take Zaza out! Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you just, like, do the pan. Like, Neri's like, uh. Like, you know, just everybody's like, uh. <laughs> it's like, you need to chill, bro. Like, everybody should have said that. And then Michael goes to him, like, Vincent, never let anybody know what you're thinking. Yeah, I'm glad that line gets to come back up again because that's just been the thought that's carried with Michael through through all of this. Yeah, uh, and again with like the newspaper the same night, like and they're eating oranges after the massacre, by the way. Um, uh, but just like a couple classic lines, so they quote this one all the time in The Sopranos because it's like Silvio does a a Pacino impression, and so it's the just when I thought I was out. Good. Yeah. And Silvio does that all the time. Um, and this is like com- comedically my favorite moment of the movie because uh, Pacino 
you know, he he's acting like he has he's having the diabetic stroke, and then he's like, he's just it, it sounds like he starts just yelling goofy shit. Yeah, you know where he goes, he goes, run, 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 run at Thunder Girl, Thunder can't hurt, harmless noise, bullshit, you deceitful old fuck, Archibaldo, you fuck, Fredo, Fredo. <laughs> It's just all nonsense to me. It makes yeah. me laugh. I mean, I I have to hope that uh, I don't end up with diabetes and have a stroke like that. But it's it's well, it's obviously. it's basically like it's it's like you develop like Tourette's almost. You know, it's right. like he's just he's just shouting the most out of pocket stuff. And you know, granted, maybe some Thunder of that can't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck is that about? Harmless noise, bullshit. Yeah, Fredo, run a thunder girl. Yeah, what? It's like what? What? What could that possibly mean? Okay, Grandpa, sit down, drink your orange juice, eat your <laughs> Snickers. It's going to be fine. Yeah, I got to know on that later. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, something else that just makes it so cringy is all the I love you cuz, because they have their little... Yeah. They meet up later because it's... By the way, Martin Scorsese's mom is in this movie. She's one of the old ladies that comes and talks to Vincent. Huh. Like when him and Mary are going to sit there and... Oh, and like asking to clean the up the neighborhood kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The white-haired lady is Martin's Christmas mom. Oh, wow. So. Nice. She makes a lot of appearances in Scorsese's movies. And yeah. I mean, if I... not Scorsese's movie. And I, I'd be like, mom, mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, pro- I mean, you don't have the foresight beforehand, right? Because you're like, Godfather, can't miss, right? But... Yeah. It just yeah, sucks. You don't have the <laughs> like and like you can't find her in the credits really so it's like yeah. kind of funny Martin, Marty is probably like mm. not this one <laughs> not this one <laughs> anyway um okay so you you were at Zaza assassination yeah yep okay well, yeah so uh I liked that uh he's a fucking punk uh walking down the street I I had kind of the um uh like parallel to him and then when we were in uh flashback with Vito um uh the black hand Fanucci yeah I was thinking fettuccine yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so I I was kind of drawing that parallel to where it's like this like the self-important guy kind of walking down the street like obviously he'd already been called out as kind of the uh you know he's the the popular one yeah you know and if we do some parallels here as Hyman Roth was uh essentially parallel to Meyer Lansky in real life in the last movie mm-hmm. um you would parallel Joey Zaza to John Gotti uh, in this movie like he was on the covers of magazines and shit so sure anyway um, but yeah, just in, in kind of taking that parallel to like him and uh, Fettuccini, um, they they're just like these self-important guys, you know, like walking down the street, thinking the world is somehow revolving around him. Um, you know, with uh, Fenucci, he was walking and like kind of talking out loud, almost like he was talking to the people, like they gave a shit about what he thought. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with Zaza, he's like walking down the street, and like a soccer ball comes up and hits him, and he's you know frantically brushing off his suit jacket like he's vain yeah just the absolute vanity there which you know again you know with with Finucci but um you know and then like his guy's like oh you know do you know what this is and the guy's son come up and be like oh I'm sorry yeah um (laughs) the slight difference is like there are a couple people that do actually care what Zaza wears no one gave a fuck <laughs> when Fenucci's just like narrating his walk down the exactly. road. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I I thought that was kind of just like an interesting parallel because I got that same kind of vibe. Um. Through both of those scenes. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I think it was the same. 
street, uh, probably. <laughs> same street like festival, I think. Yeah. But anyway. Um, and then, yeah, just, just moving into, uh, I guess like I, I, I felt it burning. Like I knew like, all right, we're, we're about to have like our, our shootout. We have a, our altercation. Yeah. And then I'm looking around, like, there's like a lot of people and like a lot of kids around here. I was like, I don't care who's involved. This is fucked up. This isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that festival is also, they, they do it in, uh, in the Sopranos as well. Later. I, I think, I think it's fairly late if I remember, but, um, because again, like everything is <laughs> Godfather based, right? Sopranos, but um, uh, my next note is like after the assassination. But the Zaza assassination is my again, or my I guess my current note. <laughs> the Zaza assassination <laughs> is probably just the best scene of the movie and my favorite of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then I'm at Michael talking after the shit goes down yeah. and being angry that it went down yeah i guess just to still talk about the assassination mm-hmm. though just the uh you know the guys coming up with like the hood with the eye holes cut out it's like that just like uh, i i don't understand how that's part of a regular festival because that just looks, looks like very mean KKK. and shit yeah. oh yeah yeah i guess i didn't even think about that at all uh you know the the white hooded guys but you know i was, I was thinking of it and i was like this looks like just like a like cult shit yeah or like it looks like they're up to some mischievous thing yeah. obviously they were yeah um but also like how do you how do you not get the guy like you know they 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 were within like 11 feet of zaza and like they you know start off shooting everybody else and then it's not until vincent rides up and gallops in on his horse um that he shoots him from behind my theory there is probably that it's very personal for vincent and so, so he, he had like, to get the kill i'd get zaza yeah i get that it's just you know I, I like the guarantees. You know, we yeah. we don't take chances. We don't let people get away. So, well, that's a movie rule. Is, <laughs> is uh, we take chances. <laughs> we take chances. I don't like it. not in my movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, you got any more on that? Uh, on nope the... that that finishes up for the assassination. <laughs> yeah. Except uh, for uh, at least Zaza got Zaza. Is <laughs> my ending thought with that? Nice. <laughs> Um, I love that Michael says, stop fucking my daughter because it's dangerous, not because she's your cousin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know if there's much of the, you know, pure bloodline, anything like that, that really goes on, but it's, uh, it, it definitely felt weird that that was what we were going to focus on. It's like, listen, stop fucking, stop fucking my daughter. Like at least finally when him and Kay are walking around Italy, yeah. he's like, well, it's dangerous. And I'm like, okay, again with the dangerous shit. And then finally he's like. And it's wrong. And I'm like, thank yes! you. <laughs> but I, I guess that just speaks to like where his primary concern was, was he just didn't yeah. want, you know, her to be, you know, he, uh, it, one of the other bits of advice that he gives to Vincent is like, uh, you know, they, they go after the people you love. Right. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that was the concern the whole time. So like, I get that, but yeah, it's just like a, hey, uh, yeah, let's, can we address the actual, like the, the first elephant in the room Yeah. that this is just fucked. Exactly. Whatever. Uh, Vincent's holding an orange during the Tomasino meeting in Italy. So many oranges. That's all I have there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I definitely didn't get my good count on the uh, oranges. I kind of forgot about counting them. So Yeah. Well, if, if we count all the ones that have been like on tables and shit, there's like 37. So, Well, sure. <laughs> if you count each significant one, sure. Uh, so I just took it out of the box score because I realized I didn't 
count, and I was like, I am not watching it. Yeah, no, for I the oranges. So. Do not blame you. Uh, yeah. So, oh, I got? asked if significant okay. orange juice counts as well. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of hunched over when he dies, too, so maybe the way he's hunched over drinking the orange juice. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> I have that scene in a moment. Um, <laughs> uh, but I said, why Why would you tell your kids about the girl you banged for a bit while you were in Italy before you made them when you went back to America because someone blew that gal you were banging up? Yeah. Anyway. It, it just doesn't seem very appropriate. And, like, it, it almost kind of is better for that to be, like, a thing he takes to the, you know, like, that's just a him thing. Yeah. Like, his grand scheme of things, like, who all is alive at this point who really knows about it? Yeah. Like, that could have just been a thing that, like, even we get, like, that reflection on, you know, at the end to where it's just, you know, only he knew this, like, secret love that he had and, like, something like that would have been cool. But he's just like, hey, kids, I fucked this other girl for a while. Well, and I guess the other thing is... Why, um, I don't know. I like, I, I don't think it's like wrong to say it to your kids, but at the same time, I don't know. Just the fact that Apollonia even comes back up is funny to me. Yeah. Um, because like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I it just, I'm puzzled. Like why that, because again, it, I think as we sort of talked about in the first one, it was like. You know, does he, did he really, like, love that girl? You know, like, he met her for, like, a little while, and then he married her, and then she blows up in Italy. Yeah. And then he goes back. I don't know. It seems just very insignificant. You know, it seemed like he got married because he was bored. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. So, it just seems weird. It's like, why do we even bother bringing up that conversation? Because... Like, I don't think it's a thing you, like, have to keep a secret. Like, I don't think you're, like, harming anybody by telling, but it does seem, like, weird that he was, like, all emotional after Anthony played that song. Yeah. By the way, kind of relatively like the Godfather tune there. And I would have to imagine kind of, I, I didn't go back and compare them, but it sounds like the song that was being played on the stoop in Godfather part two after Vito kills Venucci and he goes and he holds Michael and all that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I definitely didn't catch that, but uh, so anyway. that is pretty cool. If that's the case. Um, so then to be with the, the meeting with Cardinal Lamberto. Yeah. I said, good thing they keep that tray of orange juice and candy bars so yeah, handy. Was... If you think of the logistics of they're in that big place and, you know, where the kitchen might be and just a long trip to the kitchen to get that stuff. And apparently they just have a, a tray around of orange juice. Yeah, they, they have, have the diabetic on standby. They have the diabetic health pack <laughs> sitting around, you know. But, you know, maybe maybe that was out of, like, the thing. And I was like, hey, like, I, I'm I'm diabetic. Like, just can you have, like, some stuff like this, you know, on standby? Because, I mean, there was a candy bar in there, too. I know. Like, you know. They, it just they... seemed like it took him too much by surprise for him to have, like, been like, hey. Yeah. I'm going to need this stuff around. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know how diabetes works, but it just it looks unfortunate. <laughs> well, Pacino does a good job of portraying it that way. So. Yeah. Um, what do you got next? Uh, next is just the, uh, like, when he's actually, like, talking to him and, like, kind of doing the confession and, like, you know. Okay. Am I irredeemable a little bit? You know, it's like, do I do I even deserve to do confession if I'm not uh, repenting, I think, is, is the way he presented the information. Right. Um, which is kind of a cool way to see. I like seeing those characters who, like, we kind of see, like, not really questioning, like, their decisions too much. 
Like, they kind of have that confidence in what they've been doing this whole time. And then I understand, you know, Michael being later in life now, he's probably having some of those doubts. Have I been doing the right things? Um, and kind of seeing that come through. And again, just plays into the, the, the feebleness, uh, I guess, vibe that's been carrying through through this. Um, so I, I thought it was kind of interesting just the way that he starts that conversation and saying like, oh, you know, can I can I even confess if I know I won't repent? Um, and also it, it seemed weird that they weren't in, you know, the room with the right, the, right. the, the uh, divider and everything. So we don't have to make awkward eye contact with each other when I tell you be like, I, I killed people. I ordered people to be killed. Uh, I, 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 I ordered, or I, I forget how he said it with Fredo. If I killed Fredo, or if he tried to deflect it, kill my mother's son, kill my father's son. Yeah. Um. So I, I kind of like that because I like it when you know the the tough guy character gets to break. Yeah. A little bit. So like that that type of scene I enjoy. Um, but it, it just felt kind of weird overall because we're just doing it in like the you know like garden atrium area yeah. of of this church, and we're just like not like we're refusing to make eye contact with each other while you tell me these horrible things you've done, and I'm like, go on, son. Yeah. Or yeah, I think you say go on, my son is you know whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just it it I, the idea of it I liked. I'm not sure if the execution really landed quite as much for me, but uh, right. Yeah. Execution seems to be a problem in this movie. Yeah. Uh I was just saying, what do you think he means when he says he betrayed his wife? He's like he he didn't he never seemed really interested in like other women. Obviously there's a lot of, you know, off screen time that has passed, you know, obviously between the first and the second and all that. Mm-hmm. So maybe Michael was a bit of a dabbler in other Poontang. But yeah. uh or, I mean, if if you want to take it in the other direction, it really could have just been, like, he felt like he failed his marriage. You know, he felt like he failed Kay, you know, leading her to get, like, the abortion and everything. Like, I, I think maybe the betrayal to her is the, like, I promise I'm going to go legit. I promise we're going to have a good life together. And that he was still unable to do that. Um, so but he again, could have that like, life. I don't really think it's, like, an active betrayal on him, you know? Like, I, again, still kind of side with Michael in Godfather 2 where... You know, like she's like telling him he's all bad and everything. And I'm like, I don't think it's this easy to just like turn it all legit. Yeah. There's not a fucking like a, a switch. You know, it's like, okay, well, we Tom, have to... Tom, can you hit the legit button, please? Can Tom, we... would you just press the button, Tom? Kay's been on my ass all year about the legit button. Can we just hit the legit button, Tom, please? I'm sorry, not for another three more years. Damn it, Tom. <laughs> I'm replacing you. No, come on, Michael. You're out. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm out. Huh? <laughs> I'm out again. I'm out again. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with fucking blowjob McGee over there. <laughs> out of here. Bye, Tom. Tyler's back. Tom's gone. All right. Um. I don't know. I just didn't see him as like the. Anyway, I still do side with Michael in the past movie. He's got a pretty good life. He's burning at both ends. He's very interested in being married. Very interested in his children. He loves Kay. He still loves Kay in this mm-hmm. movie. I don't think there's any betrayal of his wife. I think his wife betrayed him, <laughs> but he's taken all the guilt on. So Maybe. But, but I mean, unless is- there's some off-screen cheating that goes on. Because as we know, Mario Puzo wrote this story yeah. initially. So the horn is definitely so there. he's fucking puncturing ladies. Yeah. Not in a lethal way. No, not with uh, a knife, but right. with his his meat knife. 
meat knife. Yeah. I would just like like sparkly letters like meat <laughs> knife on screen. <laughs> meat knife. <laughs> anyway. Uh do you th- and then this also brought up the question with me. Like do you think Vito would have had Fredo killed? You know, like if the same scenario happened with Vito that it happened with Michael. Like Fredo's still his son or whatever. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have kind of the son bias where Vito would like just not like maybe he'd keep his son prisoner, but I don't know that he'd have him killed. Like it just doesn't seem like a Vito move to have him killed. And I think Fredo was scared enough. Again, I think Fredo was scared enough of Michael, honestly, yeah. in the second movie that he would not have tried anything again. He's just stupid. He he is. Um, I I I kind of think that um like it, he might have gone more with like just the like permanent exile kind of thing. It's like we're not you know, I'm, I'm not going to be, like, sending you all the money. Like, you're not going to have jobs. You're not going to have responsibilities. Yeah. Like, maybe it's a little bit of, like, the banishment thing. But I, I, I feel like Vito probably has a little bit closer of that, like, familial thing with everybody. So it, it might be like a, yeah, like, you stay on the compound, basically. Like, you don't leave. You know, you can't be trusted, basically. You're, you're going to be watched like a child almost. Yeah. You know, something like that. But, yeah, I, I don't think he could have had him killed. I don't, I don't think he would have had it in him to do it and like if, you know if Vito's brother had survived Italy mm-hmm. um, I don't know that he would have done that to his brother either yeah honestly I don't know just my I don't know Vito again was just much more of a personable guy and I don't think that I don't even think it would have got there honestly yeah with Vito in command I think it gets there because you know I mean the vibe at the beginning of two is just that you know Michael's like all business so I don't know, like he like he didn't leave any time to be personable with anyone. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got next? Uh, uh, so I think this was just after the confession, um, to where uh, Connie and uh, uh, Michael were talking, um, and uh, Connie was saying like, oh well, you know, I I I sometimes think that Fredo drowning was God's will. <laughs> and just like Michael, just like hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, because <laughs> right, I'm sure so, that was just the last thing he was interested in hearing at that point. Was well, and my my thing was with that. My note was like, do you think Connie knows the truth about Fredo, or that she plays dumb? Yeah, or like, is that like, is that almost like a liability thing, where she knows the truth and just like Michael's like, okay, what well, we will call that is when Fredo drowned. Mm-hmm. If you refer to Fredo dying, we were saying that he drowned. Like, is that a code thing? I don't almost? know. Because, like, Connie, like, she knew the truth about about Carlo, you know, in the first one. Like, you know, she didn't didn't take a fucking genius. Yeah. Right? And so, like, do you think that's, like, code? Do you think she just plays dumb? Like, Michael told her, and she's just like, well, Michael had him killed, but whatever. Like, he drowned. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, because I, 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 I have to imagine that, like, Cotty would have, like, held on, I think, a little bit more resentment if she was, like, 100% sure um, that that he had him killed. Because, um, you know, I, I, I so I, I have to think maybe that's, like, maybe her coping mechanism <laughs> with it is just the, like, this was the information given to me, I'm going to roll with it, because it hurts more to think about Michael having Fredo killed. So in essence, you say yes, she knows. I I, I say she knows, but it's is, yeah, maybe deluding herself a little bit into it to make it easier. Yeah, I think so also. Because because I mean, she has to know that like uh, like you know, I I guess if we take back to Carlo, like when she puts that on Michael, 
like she knows that's that's burden you know she's putting on him it's like oh you know you you had him killed um and it's it's just making it more difficult for michael i think and i think she kind of recognized that so maybe it is a little bit of like protecting michael in a way to like let the illusion stay put um and and not put that burden on him Uh, that was kind of the way I, i felt it through in that yeah uh this is a bit of a like existential crisis about this movie note uh where i go i see why coppola wanted it to be called coda it is a wrapping up of the story as he said uh it could have been wrapped up in a much shorter amount of time and neater and not so complex but it could but it shouldn't be called the godfather part three michael's technically godfather Vito was the godfather this one isn't about Vito at all and it makes sense so that's all i had there yep um but and then my other note is it looks like they looked for a bunch of andy garcia doppelgangers <laughs> yes. when casting for the twins and the guy with the shotgun that works with mosca who was the assassin in the theater um and then as michael and Kay are walking around italy or corleone rather you know they did a shot of that door when shooting all three movies like in the first one there's a shot of that door mm-hmm. when he's in italy with the bodyguards didn't make the cut it's a deleted scene there's a shot of that door when they come to get Vito f- from his mother, and it didn't make the movie. So, like, this is the first time that door of the place his father grew up, like, made the movie. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Well, it, it made me think, like, how many different, like, either locations, set pieces, whatever, were, like, reused across all three that have, like... Because, like we said, when, when they were kind of going down that, like, longer street with uh, Zaza... It's mm-hmm. like, was that that same street that... It's gotta you know, be. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, it, it, there's so much, like small things like that that just felt very parallel to each other um yeah. that yeah you know, I, I wonder how many like actual set pieces uh, well and coppola loves like you know tying it all together right yeah. so like you know just two generations later right from Vito when he follows finucci down that road and kills him you know like i, I don't know coppola seems very into that type of shit so yep yeah. um <laughs> what do you got next um, I had a note that I think is, I'm, I'm kind of forgetting actually where exactly it was because I went back and added this in. Um, but it was, uh, when, when Michael had the, uh, note or the, uh, picture from Anthony. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, cause I think that was the one that was on his bed. Um, when, right when the room got, got shot, shot, shot yeah. up, um, and I thought that was cute that he like still carries it around and that it's not just this torn to shit thing after, you know? Yeah however many years at this point i mean a significant time gap and you know for a crayon drawing it looked to be in pretty good shape folded up a couple of times but i thought it was cute that we got to see it again yeah no it was um i just (laughs) my next thing is when him and Kay are at tomasino's place you know and he takes her to that room that he banged apollonia in yeah which to me was hilarious like you know his quote it's like i thought about you a lot in this room okay <laughs> like then you know then you got married and he's like i still thought of you like seems a little goofy to bring your now ex-wife to the bedroom you fucked your first wife in before she blew up and you came back to america to marry her like i don't know yeah just give you one and we can blow by that one no I, I don't have too much to say that was pretty much all my thoughts was like yeah this is awkward <laughs> Uh, what do you got? Uh, just the Michael seeming very desperate for the puss throughout all of these interactions. Like he just so desperately wants K back, and he's not doing a great job at it. 
Well, that's perfect. Cause, I mean, I said, is Michael just looking for forgiveness or does he want Kay back? Like, Kay starts to forgive, you know, towards the end of that interaction when they're sitting there eating and what, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Tomasino, you know, the news gets up to the p- place and, you know, the way Michael responds immediately and she kind of like has this look like, <laughs> like yeah. I fucking like I almost like just fell for that again. Yeah. Like she's like, it's always going to be the same. It Well, it, I mean, it's it's, you know, I, I have to pretend it's maybe tough from her situation, but it's like a like we're all very old at this point. Like if, if we haven't really moved on with our lives, right. you know, and this is all this is all your own fault. <laughs> you know, so if, if Kay wants to forgive him fine forgive him but like still move on with your life like you've already accepted like this type of lifestyle isn't your thing move forward and it seems like she's you know a little little bit of like baiting the hook a little bit because i'm you know she i think she even said it too it's like i always loved you like she still had that love there for him um you know even if it was a i kind of hate you for some of the other things but yeah it's like just 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 move on then yeah, it's not it's not a winnable situation for you. Um, also, um, when uh, that uh, 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 priest dude who threw the thing of flowers, remember that he was, he was riding the bike and he threw like a bouquet of flowers that was all like plastic wrapped and shit. I think it was a baguette. No, <laughs> it had to have been flowers. <laughs> okay. Um. Either way, I uh, I thought 100% that it was a bomb, and then she was just going <laughs> to blow up right there, because <laughs> it just seems so odd, because it, it had, like, a cut of the guy, like, approaching, and then, like, when, when he, you know, he's riding his bicycle, and then he comes by her, he just, like, kind of awkwardly, like, throws it into her hands, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh my god, she's going to blow up! Like, I was ready for it. Um, that would have made this movie so much better, <laughs> <laughs> if they just show her... Just being obliterated on the spot right there yeah. on the street in Italy. And it would have had to have been, like, with all comedic effect and stuff, too. Like, it, it couldn't have been a serious explosion. It had to have been, like, a whomp, whomp, with, like, Michael covered in her blood and shit. Oh, well, I mean, think how dramatic that scene could have been if you just shown her show her getting incinerated, essentially. Yeah. Like, her just essentially combusting, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you have the music from after he, when he shot... Uh, like McCluskey and and uh, Solozzo in the mm-hmm. first movie, like that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, um, it would have hit. Yeah, that would have been cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Tomasino was dead and breathing. Just saying, um, we just can't seem to nail those dead takes. Yeah. Um, Vincent being named Don mirrors the last scene of the first movie. Door shutting hand kissing all that uh what else you got uh, da, 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 da. uh i don't uh, I, I think my next note was talking about religion that i don't understand it um because my next note was uh with uh, i guess like the the new pope announcement or or something but everyone's like clad in red and they're reciting scripture and stuff and i'm just Something about you know they get like voted in I guess yeah I so know. I'm just I'm just I'm like watching this and I'm just like struggling to piece like why I care <laughs> together for this so something about they needed the right pope to get to get named yeah because he would approve Michael of then being in charge of all that new shit yeah and then that's the yeah. oh we're going legit and clearing yeah. house and you know, and it turns out. Which, it took me a couple 
uh, movies to get this because, like, with the whole Mobilari thing, a couple movies, a couple viewings to get this with the whole Mobilari bullshit. It was just kind of all clouded up, and they're in Italy, and they're running around, and it's just like, we're just kind of hanging out in Italy. And I'm like, how early did they come? Because, again, there were a lot of newspaper articles, and like how much time fucking passes while they're in Italy. Yeah. You know, because, so, you know, supposedly they're there to see Anthony's play, and it, it just seemed like a lot of time. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, as we saw, I, I think it was in the Untouchables. Ryan's like the the newspaper comes out pretty much later that day, magically. Oh, and I forgot to say that earlier with the hotel scene, right? Like, cause like the fucking, they're in the hotel that night after the big massacre scene, and there's a fucking paper on the like the counter there, you know, like you know mob bot whatever the fuck it says. Yeah. You know, and I'm like again with the paper the same night, which I forgot to read, but um. Yeah, they, they have to print that shit out in, like, real time. Like, as the event happens, like, some some newsy guy just wakes up from his, like, drug-induced comatose and is like, I've seen it! Let it be written! <laughs> you know, it, it has yeah. to be something of that level because I don't, I don't understand how they get shit out that fast. No, it makes no sense. Um, mm, let's go to the Assassinus Slick. Acting like he's getting choked and he kills the second twin. Oh, yeah. That's cool. No, that was the coolest shit. Um, uh, number one, I don't understand how it happened because people are heavy. It's like he had to have held up that guy's entire body weight yeah. <laughs> and to pretend to be choked. Um, but yeah, just the, the, fact the shadow that, helped for yeah. sure. Like there's a leg, like probably going the wrong way in the shadow that yeah. you don't see. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, the darkness probably definitely helped him. Um, if we could bait, get more of the movie about that guy, <laughs> that would be slick. I mean, I think, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, like a mob hitman movie would be, be interesting. Or just like follow this guy. I mean, and again with shit getting cut out, like there's a scene with him and that like shotgun Andy Garcia doppelganger, mm-hmm. uh, where they're like in a closet and they're like picking out priests' uniform or priests' outfits. I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know and then like that's the whole that's the whole thing yeah that was like minute minute and a half of screen time or something yeah. it's just walking down opening up the closet mm. yeah outfits they took that out of code priest outfit mm. yeah oh that's right you watched through yeah <laughs> yeah i seen it so yeah it was in there yeah like they took that out of coda so like it was again coda's like a little more bearable because it's short but like even so like after the like honestly it's not that bad a movie, like, if you were to stop watching it after Zaza gets killed. You know what I mean? Like, if, if they somehow tied everything in, it's like, oh, the Immobiliari thing's not going to work. We're coming back to New York. Okay, Michael's going to get back in power. Okay, let's kill Zaza. Yeah. Boom! Corleone's back in power. But then, I, I don't feel like it'd be that easy because, I mean, you know, we, we were throwing around hundreds of millions of dollars you know, with Michael's current position, I don't think uh, shrinking down to just operating out of New York again is, is going to scale very well. No, you're right. I don't know. I'm just trying to fix the movie. I know. <laughs> you, we can't. You can't. Um, you really can't. So the Lucchese death is different in uh, part three uh, than in Coda. And apparently, like, there was a thing where they censored it because if you watch Coda... 
when he gets stabbed with the glasses, there's this whole like, like you know, blood spurt, mm-hmm. and then they don't show any blood in number three. Fair. So, uh, that's cool. And again, uh, the rest of that notes just the clothes and everything. So that's better. Uh, my next note is when they're when you know basically the end. So what do you got? So uh, number one, I just like as uh, Connie was talking to um, Portobello. Um, Altobello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone has to get a stupid name because otherwise it doesn't stick. Yeah. Um, but you know she's talking to him. It's like his 80th birthday that day or something. Which I mean, the man looked ancient. Um, but you know they're they're kind of having this sweet moment of like, oh, you used to give me tootsie rolls on your birthday, and I got you these you know cannolis or whatever. These nuns took a vow of silence. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I but like as as soon as she pulled him out, I was like, ah, poison food. Yeah. And then when it ended up being poison food, I was uh good call. Yeah, I was I was very lit. I was like, called it, I called it, because just the uh, I, I really just as soon as she pulled it out, I was like, poison food. Yeah, yeah. And then when she uh like definitely didn't take a bite of it or took yeah, like the smallest good. nibble because she didn't even have any of the shit on her face yeah. or anything, I was like, ah, Connie, you bitch. Or like I get like maybe just had like just enough, you know, just to <laughs> just to be like. No, I'm okay. I'll yeah. be okay. But, like, you know, I mean, for, for him, I mean, he was tearing through those things. Oh, like, yeah. he ate multiple full ones of those. So, I mean, her having a single bite, like, once she would have been a little sick later. Yeah. Eh, she'd be fine. Yeah. The man's 80. You could have given him a cough drop, and he would have choked on it and died. Surprised he didn't choke on the cannoli. Honestly. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I called that. I was like, ah! Got you. Um, I liked when... Um, Vincent was talking to uh, Mary, and she was like, I'll always love you. And then there was like just... Love someone. Yeah, there was just this big dramatic pause. And he was like, love someone else. I was like, ooh! <laughs> I think I like audibly made noise when I heard that, because that just, it felt so burny. Yeah. Uh, so good. Um, and then I, ha- I had a small note just to harp on the fact that opera singers are so incredibly impressive. Sure. Like just just hearing those guys, any anyone who's like an opera singer, like just saying the amount of vocal control and power and stuff they can do, um, I just find that so incredible, and uh, I really enjoyed those couple of scenes throughout this movie with it. Um, yeah, but yeah. Um, as far as um the, I'm blanking on his name, but it was the guy who got smothered by the pillow. Um, is starts with a K. I think it was the accountant Kainzig. Kainzig, yeah, I think it was. I'm thinking like Kainzig or something. Yeah, so Kainzig. Um, Close. I thought that was stupid because they dropped like the the rosary or whatever onto his face and then put a pillow over his head. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that doesn't work unless you're like sick or dying. You know, like it's gonna take a while. Yeah. So it it just it didn't make sense, and especially when he had like his gun that nearby, that he did a shitty ass job of trying to grab. Um, while he was dying, I thought that was that was weak as shit. Yeah, but it, it is <laughs> again kind of like the reveal at the end where they're just kind of like, "Hey, uh, so this is what happened." In case you haven't pieced it together, because this is a muddled plot. Yeah. Uh, basically, <laughs> we we need like Gilday. a scroll text of like, "Hey, yeah. uh, just to finish up." Basically, Gilda and Kainzig fucking were playing everybody the whole time. The bastardos. And, you know, they, they just kept the money that Michael gave and then didn't do anything with it. And then Lucchese's like, where the fuck are these guys? And then they kill Lucchese. And Michael's like, where the fuck are these guys? Kill them. 
Or Vincent is, rather. I don't know. Who's in who's calling the shots? I don't know. Some white guy. Um Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anything before the end. Uh da, 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 da. just the fact that the you know, any excuse to do a murder montage over like a normal event is is really cool. And then yeah. I yeah, I, I jumped to the end. End scene. Okay. Well I said for the end. What the hell is this play about? Uh, Sophia Sophia Coppola's best acting is done when she is dead. I love Vincent's reactions. Short, non-emotional. No! No! Yeah. <laughs> he was, I felt that he was pretty good in this movie. And uh, other than that scene where he's just like, No! No! Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely felt like we were getting a little too close to the end of the movie to not have, like, I guess, real tragedy for our characters. Yeah. Like, everything had been going, like, kind of well, I guess. So, it, uh, it it seemed weird that we didn't have a scene like this kind of take place a little bit more so towards, like, the middle to kind of give us that, like, re-inspiration to carry on through the story. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, very much glad that uh, Homegirl got shot. I mean, sometimes when someone's acting's that bad, you just got to put them down. You yeah, know? I'm, I'm sure they enjoyed shooting that, uh, literally shooting uh, <laughs> that scene. Just to be like, yes, everyone's applauding. She's like, why? Why is everyone so, was it that good of a take? Yeah, you did so good. Again, I. You were the best dead body. Her dead acting is better than her live yeah. acting. No breathing shots from her. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Doing better than some of the other folks. She's a great dead actor. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think Michael deserves to suffer just a little bit. Um, I, I was thinking about, you know, this with him essentially surviving that altercation, um, you know, and he gets to just have the super pained scene of, of yelling and all of that on, on the stairway or stair, whatever the stairs. Yeah. Um, and, and we kind of sit there for a while, everyone grieves. And then, you know, when we, we, we do the, uh, I guess like the reflection on life stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, with Oldie um, sitting in his chair. It, number one, just the saddest scenery to be dying in, where he's just out in this like dirt path with a couple of puppies running around and just yeah. <laughs> crumbling. Um, but I, I thought about it in two ways. I was like, number one, I, it's kind of nice that he gets to suffer. Um, it, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you know, it's like it, it, it does 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 people who do those types of actions, you know, even if it is like for the good of the family, all that, like the end result is that you do, you're doing bad things. So it's like, do you really deserve to suffer? It's like, yeah, he, he kind of had a lot of that coming, you know, with the amount you take away from other people, you know, you, you get to live long enough to suffer, I think, rather than getting like a, a clean death. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of like that. That's at least the, uh, the ending that he got to have. Um, but also that just the time skip in general from that scene to like the the reflection and then the end was just so jarring and I, didn't I like it. It, it didn't land for me and it, it's even worse in coda because for one thing they don't even show the full him falling out of the chair dying and it's almost misleading because the first time I had watched any version of part three was Coda because I bought the whole trilogy. Sure. And, uh, the, the, you know, the text that comes on screen in the end, he like all, all you show is him putting on his sunglasses and then the screen goes black mm-hmm. in Coda. And then the words come on screen. It's like, uh, 
when a Sicilian wishes you Chantani. Dog just moved the camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, when a Sicilian wishes you Chantani, it uh, means for a good life or whatever the fuck. And then, you know, the next sentence is, you know, because a Sicilian never forgets. And you're like, you really chose to cap off this this series of movies like that? Yeah. Like, come it's on. weak. Um, my comments on the end of the movie was basically like, I guess they had to be beaten eventually, right? Like, I, uh, I suppose, you know, uh, you can't have your cannoli and eat it too. Just ask Altabello. <laughs> Uh, everything looks like it worked out. A few casualties. Oh shit! The rest of the thing I was gonna say about that was so you, you technically don't even see the death of Michael Corleone in that version mm-hmm. of the ending, uh, and you definitely think that because it's called the death of Michael Corleone that you're going to see, like you think he's the one that's going to get shot. Yeah. Uh, when Mary gets shot, and so they almost mislead you there, uh, which you know, classic movie. Like you know, it's not a. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Misdirection's always fun. Misdirection, it's fun, unless it's this movie. <laughs> you like, and then I wish I was misdirected I, to a different movie. Right. Um, I guess you could almost argue that when Mary died, maybe a part of Michael died, and um, then he leaves the rest of his life in agony. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. so fuck that. Anyway, so can't ever kill me to ask out the bellow. Everything looks like it worked out. A few casualties along the way, but it worked out. Uh, but then Mary dies, and then Michael dies alone. Uh, but I kind of want to know about everything afterward. Like, they focus on the most boring part of the Michael story, like, just in general. Like, uh, does, you know, does Kay fall out? Like, never talk to him again? Like, what's his relationship with Anthony? You know, do they, like, does does Anthony blame him for Mary's death? You know, like, well, if you're never involved in all this shit, then maybe yada, yada, yada. Um, how does the business go? Like, does that deal fall through? Uh, what's the Vincent and Michael relationship like after this? You know, are they mad at each other? Like, you know, does Michael continue running the business? Does he retire? Uh, there could be a movie I'm actually interested in spinned off of, like, you know, as a spinoff of this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, then, yeah, I mean, my, my ending thought is, like, I definitely would have really loved for this to wrap up with Vincent and, like, a full turnover of everything to Vincent. Yeah. Like, if we, if we could have just taken, like, even, like, five minutes, and it'd just be, like, the, uh, you know, just, just Vincent kind of taking over all the responsibilities and stuff, and we get a little bit of that uh, Godfather 1 ending, where it's like that, uh, like, down from the hallway, we have the doors open, and we see... You know, Vincent sitting down instead and, and kind of starting business with other people. The doors closing. Mm-hmm. Like, something But they like, wasted that shot after Michael named him Don. Yeah. So, so it's but. like, I just, like, something like that would have been really cool. You know, if, if, if it was just, like, that full, like, all right, now, like, Vincent is the one, like, fully leading the charge now. Like, full we circle. have faith in him. Yeah. Like, it, it, it would have felt very complete, I think, if that was even what we had done with the end, but... I just I didn't care about Michael too much at the end of the story or really throughout most of this movie, but or anybody for yeah. that matter. I mean, again, if it was if it was a Vincent movie, yeah. I think if this it movie was good. all Vincent, this would have been better, hundred percent. I think it could have been done, but maybe we should do a like a, a kind of podcast called like movie rewrites, and then we make the plot of the movie, <laughs> and like we don't have to like you know read dialogue and shit, but like. 
Like we could just kind Maybe of like, like generally kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, generally rewrite it. Um, if this movie had a baseball card, it would say uh, we're not reading the oranges part because I was like, was it three? I don't know. I didn't fucking count. I think it's more than three anyway. Uh, but uh, deaths thirty. Uh, the asterisk on that is uh, Lucchese's murderer. Did he die? Um, the masker. I can only count the bodies I see at the end scene. Definitely some balcony guys that died, but ten's what I got as far as that scene. So there's probably more, but I, I can't prove them. Sure. So I, uh, just a solid thirty deaths for uh, the Godfather three part three. Uh, a pair of cousins that banged one, and then that's my full uh, box score. Yeah, you know what this uh, this movie was missing? I think more cousin banging. What do you? Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, I feel like we should have gotten more more cousins involved. A cuz orgy, if you will, like just everybody's in that kitchen with uh, Corgi, <laughs> with with Vincent and Mary, and it's just like. I love you, cuz. I love you, too, cuz. And then more cousins come in, like, I love you, too, cuz. Anthony walks in. He's like, well, Vince, I've always thought you're kind of (laughs) handsome. Yeah. And it just turns into this, like, super uncomfortable scene that goes on way too long. And then Sonny's other children walked in, like the the twins and, like, you know, the one twin's husband. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. And then we just hard cut to the next scene and pretend it never happened. (laughs) (laughs) Or that's the ending. Like, that's that's how we end the movie. Or, like, they never show, like, Vincent and Mary kissing in the room in Italy. Like, he just, like, never talks to her again. And that's why, like, after, you know, like, in the in the theater before everything starts, he's like, love someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, it was gonna, a movie. I'm going to say this was a, a six because there's a couple things I liked, but um, I, I don't want to watch it again. In my life. No, I'd, I'd say six is where I was landing, so. Yep. Little, Again, a couple things I liked, but uh, just underwhelming. Yeah. Bad it, acting by some. And, and you know, I get it. Like, yeah. three three movies in a row of, of you know, kind of killing it. It, yeah. it. It's unprecedented. It's hard to do, and I get it. Um, yeah, you, you kind of just wish for a little bit more because obviously the, the potential energy has been there. They've done it twice. Um, it, it just seems like we really dropped the ball and didn't put the care and attention in this time around. And it was a waste. It was That's absolutely correct. a waste. And what's funny is the fact that, like, uh, you know, Coppola, like, there's some, like, mini movies on there about, like, the making, like, on the special features for the trilogy stuff. And, like, he was really trying you know and like it's it kind of seemed like no one else cared really either because like you know there's this moment like he's like sitting at a table and he's like okay but like so why does michael feel this way and like like he's just like really like in mm-hmm. and i think everybody else is just kind of like he's like giving pacino a note at one point they show like when thomasino dies and pacino's just kind of like yeah yeah <laughs> just like yeah just discarding everything you have to say it's like ah, I give this shit. Just and also like and i already signed my contract <laughs> i think a lot of this movie was coppola trying not to like trying to tell himself he's not just doing it for a paycheck mm-hmm. even though that's what he was doing you know and the other thing was like paramount said like well we'll find somebody else and you know coppola was like okay 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 i'll do it i'll do it and he needed some money at the time supposedly and 
Yada, 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 yada. So. so I guess on that note, do we know like who else that they may have been looking at for this? Or did they never get that far? We don't have that info. I did not see that info. That's fair. Be interesting again, to see like, who. What I read could have just been. Oh, right. It's anyway. the IMDb yeah, facts yeah. that I make up every week. That's right. <laughs> you make up. You're like, oh, yeah, I did type that. Yeah, now it's all coming together. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening uh, or watching, uh, hopefully, if you got that far. Uh, you know, YouTube, uh, Content Crisis, Content Crisis Hotline, Yahoo.com. Email us. Twitter, Content Crisis One. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And uh, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>